When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's cracking, y'all? Welcome back to the station. Welcome back to the channel. Y'all know who it is. It's your boy, Ray G. And this is the Rookie Report. Yes, if you've come looking for rookie content, you've come to the right place. And if you want more content from me, you can catch me on Twitter at RayGQ. But this is the Rookie Report, recapping the top rookies after week two of the NFL preseason. And as I do this show today, I want to I want to sort of keep this, this perspective at the forefront of this conversation there are a lot of players who are playing right now in preseason because the starters are not in. And while I want to acknowledge and give credit to those individuals who are playing well, what I really want to do with these rookies or talk through the rookies that are probably going to be or at least have an opportunity to be impactful early this fantasy football season. So some of the deep sleepers, we'll talk about those guys as we move through the season. You start to see some attrition with injuries. But in this show, I really want to hyper-focus the conversation on the players who are probably going to be playing early this 2023 season. So if you've been here before, you know what we're about to do. And if you're new to the channel, appreciate you being here. If you stick around to the end of the video, you find the content actionable and or entertaining, just subscribe, hit that thumbs up button for your boy, comment below, let me know which rookies I left off, which rookies I need to be higher on, but let's dive right into it. And I want to talk about, honestly, one of the most impressive players throughout the entire preseason, one of the most impressive rookies, if not the most impressive rookie so far this preseason. And this is a player who's probably not going to get a chance to play early this NFL season, but the quarterback that's sitting in front of him has had a little bit of history with injuries. And I'm talking about the man with the mustache, the man, Aiden O'Connell from the Las Vegas Raiders. It has been nothing short of phenomenal watching him play. And I'm not going to go through his statistical line this past Sunday, but watch the game. This young man, the accuracy, the confidence, the ball placement, he's been one of the most impressive players this entire preseason. This was a guy coming into the draft process nobody really took seriously. There were a few people who were like, I like Aiden O'Connell, but you looked at the situation, you looked at where he played at, the draft capital, I really don't want him. He's not a very mobile quarterback, but as you've watched him this preseason and as I've watched him this preseason, I walk away every single game saying, damn, if something were to happen to Jimmy Garoppolo, at least this young man looks like he can come in and run the offense at a decent level. I'm not saying he's Jimmy G. I'm not saying he's the second coming of Tom Brady, but what I am saying is this is a player. This is a rookie quarterback that... He's been the best rookie quarterback so far. He's been better than Bryce, A. Rich, C.J. Stroud, and I know those guys have not played as many snaps as Aiden O'Connell, but I'm looking for a cat that if something were to happen, 
he would be a priority waiver ad in fantasy leagues, in particular in Superflex formats. So Aiden O'Connell has been a damn dog so far this preseason. Very impressed with that young man and really excited to see what he does in that final preseason game, kind of cementing his stamp on that QB2 spot in Las Vegas. And if something were to happen to Jimmy Garoppolo, I do believe Josh McDaniels would at least feel comfortable throwing Aiden O'Connell out there. So in my opinion, one of the most impressive rookies, period, so far this preseason. Now, let's move on to another player who has been equally as impressive. And when you're thinking about an offense that's ascending, an offense that's up and coming, and you add this young running back, Tank Bigsby, to an offense that already includes Trevor Lawrence, Calvin Ridley, Zay Jones, you've got Travis Etienne in the backfield, Evan Ingram just resigned, and I'm watching this young man run week in and week out, and it is devastating. He continues to make things difficult for opposing defenses. He's breaking tackles. He's ripping off chunk plays. You're not going to mistake Tank Bigsby for Chris Johnson. He doesn't have that type of blazing speed, but he's got more than enough to rip off 10, 15-plus yard runs. And then that mentality, the physical style in which he plays the game, his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield and bang between the tackles, this young man is going to play early. Unlike Aiden O'Connell, unlike Clayton Toon, who's had his moments in Arizona, honorable mention, shout out to Clayton Toon, this is a young man who's probably going to be involved from day one of the NFL season. From week one to week 17, week 18, Tank Bigsby's going to be involved. And if something were to happen to Travis Etienne, it's wheels up for Tank Bigsby. So the information and what he's put on wax so far... Tank is going to be a dog. Really, really impressed with Tank Bigsby, as well as another running back out of the NFC West, Zach Charbonnet. I feel like we talk about Zach every damn week. And we're going to keep talking about him because the Seahawks continue to talk about him. You watch him play. There is a different running style that he brings to the table. Every run feels like it's his last. You ever watch Isaiah Pacheco run and just be like, damn, dude, just just tone it down a little bit. You're going to hurt somebody. You're going to hurt your own offensive lineman. That's what it feels like watching Zach Charbonnet. So when you're looking at Seattle's offense, which just took a hit with Jackson Smith and Jigba's broken wrist, really sucks for that young rookie. I really wanted him to play early. But you look at this running game with Kenneth Walker and Zach Charbonnet. Both of these running backs can thrive in tandem with one another. And with Geno Smith's ability to deliver the ball and distribute the ball downfield, intermediate, short, accurately, if he can pick up where he left off last year, again, I don't know what opposing defenses are going to do. That has got to be hell on earth, dealing with Kenneth Walker, who's back at practice, and now a young, fresh, spry, bigger version of Kenneth Walker in Zach Charbonnet. So I'm looking at this backfield like it's going to be fruitful, it's going to be fun, and it's going to be a damn problem for defenses. Zach Charbonnet has been phenomenal, hasn't carried the ball a ton, and you don't need him to do that. Bijan Robinson had a couple of carries, and I knew after the first one, the 18-yard run, I was like, I'm good. I don't need to see any more Bijan. I've seen enough from Zach Charbonnet to know that this young man will be involved early, draft him with confidence, and be excited about him because I think he's going to produce for us in fantasy. Now, another player who had an a, a bad week one outing, didn't play much, and then he bounced back in week two, and I was so impressed with the bounce back of Houston Texans rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud. We saw everything that happened in the New England game. His first NFL action, his first preseason game. He only played a handful of snaps in that one. They roll him out here in week two versus Miami. And what did he do? 
show you exactly why he was picked where he was in the NFL draft. A ball placement specialist. He wasn't perfect by any stretch, but there makes a big difference when you've got your starting wide receivers out there. When you've got Laramie Tunsil on the field, makes a big difference. He had time to throw the ball, and when he did, he layered it very nicely. There was a throw on the sideline, just a beautiful feathering of the ball to drop it right in the bucket for C.J. Stroud in front of a defender. Just beautiful ball placement. That's what he is, a ball placement specialist. So it was really good to see the bounce back from C.J. Stroud. And as bad as he looked in week one, this is why I told people, you take the information in, you process it, but you absorb it with a grain of salt, especially in week one of the preseason. Hell, week one, two, three, four of the NFL season, C.J. Stroud is going to be okay. If you are a quarterback in the NFL and your claim to fame is accuracy, getting the ball out quickly, and you've got some mobility, you've got a shot. It's up to him to put in the work, make everything come to fruition. But the bounce back performance from C.J. Stroud in week two, very good for that young man. Very happy for him. Much improved. Again, outside of Aiden O'Connell, probably one of the better rookie performances this past weekend in the NFL. Now, Let's go to a guy that everybody's kind of talking about. He's taking the NFL world by storm, the fantasy football community. We don't really know what to do with him because we haven't seen a lot of players his size succeed. But another week, another touchdown for Deuce Vaughn. Got in the end zone versus Seattle. Got his first carry towards the goal line. He did not run early with the starters. It was a lot of Rico Dowdle, a lot of Malik Davis to start that game off. And when Deuce Vaughn came in, he got a handful of touches and he maximized that opportunity. Right now, all reports out of Dallas are indicating he's making the 53, that he is going to be a part of this running back rotation. It's looking like Tony Pollard, Rico Dottle, and Deuce Vaughn. So for us in fantasy, I understand that historically we have not seen a player 5'5", sub-180 pounds, thrive and succeed. One of the things that we have seen so far this preseason are these smaller players Getting landed on, you know, the 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 Panthers are a little fearful of Bryce Young. Took took a couple of big hits from Kayvon Thibodeau in that matchup versus the Giants. Devon A-Chain, another smaller running back, fell on. Now his shoulder's banged up. He's out for an extended period of time. Could have been worse. But these are the fears that you have with Deuce Vaughn. But if he's going to get some opportunity to play that Tariq Cohen, Darren Sproles space player role, he's probably going to produce for us. So I am cautiously optimistic with Deuce Vaughn. No, I don't think he's going to take anything away from Tony Pollard, but he could have his own unique role in that offense. And even if it's not fruitful early, could be more involved as the season goes on. He's a damn good player. Check the college tape. Deuce Vaughn is a good guy and uh, really excited to see the opportunity that he's gotten early this preseason. And it's only going to continue into the season. Now, We have been searching, 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 searching for the next Kansas City Chiefs wide receiver. We thought it might be Sky Moore, a little Juju Smith-Schuster when he was there last year. They go out, and in the second round, they draft this dynamic wide receiver out of SMU, Rasheed Rice. And in his first target from Patrick Mahomes in this past week's preseason game, he drops the ball. Would have been a first down, hits him right in the hands, drops the ball. And I'm like, oh no, Rasheed Rice, it's not going to end well, well... He got eight more targets, secured all eight of those for 96 yards. Rasheed Rice, the run-after-catch ability. I believe he leads or is second in the NFL preseason in run-after-the-catch right now. This is a player who, at SMU, did it all. The Kansas City Chiefs have raved about him all camp and on a wide receiver core 
in a wide receiver room that is ambiguous as Kansas City, it's anybody's call who's going to be the leading target getter at the wide receiver position for the Chiefs. You got MBS. You still have Sky Moore. Kadarius Toney when he's healthy. Justin Watson's out there. You've got, you've got other pieces around Patrick Mahomes, but there is no guy. Rasheed Rice, they spent the capital on him. I've not heard bad things about Rasheed Rice in practice, so he's on the field with Mahomes. He played well. He played a lot of snaps with Patrick Mahomes this past preseason game. If that's any indication to me, now if Tony's not all the way right, MVS, we know what he is. Sky Moore, he ran with the starters as well. So a lot of opportunity in Kansas City's offense for a wide receiver to emerge. I don't want to plant my flag on Rasheed Rice quite yet, but I am impressed that the young man is running with Mahomes, getting the targets, and producing with the opportunity and the volume that he's getting. So as we continue to watch this situation, one of these guys who in shallow fantasy leagues might be on waivers, but put a little star by his name, you know, circle him, put him in your queue, make sure you're paying attention because it could come a point in time where we're all looking like that's the one. That's the one. Travis Kelsey's always the one, but this is the number one wide receiver for Kansas City. I've seen stranger things happen. Very, very impressed so far with Rasheed Rice, especially bouncing back in week two after dropping his first target in that game. And now it's just about to get wild. I mean, I just, I almost, I almost want to put a Ravens helmet on right now. I almost want to put this helmet on. You see him on the thumbnail behind me. Zay, apparently Antonio Brown Flowers. Uh, out there putting the world on notice on Monday Night Football versus the commander. Zay Flowers, this is a player, man, just excited. Excited to see him play. He was a phenomenal player at Boston College. Got the first-round capital. All reports, there are people who have been to multiple training camps that say Zay Flowers is the most impressive rookie that they have seen, period, throughout training camp. I mean, that is high praise, high accolade for a player that doesn't look like Quinn Johnson, that's not built like Rasheed Rice. This world where these small space creators are just getting opportunity, the NFL is saying, let's find ways to use them. Zay Flowers, beautiful touchdown, run after the catch in that game on Monday Night Football. He's going to be involved early. Lamar Jackson has his best cast of pass catchers he's ever played with. Mark Andrews, Odell Beckham, Rashad Bateman's back. You bring in Isaiah Flowers. You've got uh, Isaiah Likely. J.K. Dobbins is back. Todd Munkin is the OC. I'm excited for this offense. I want to see the Ravens cook this fall. And if they do, Zay Flowers is going to be a big part of the reason why. You can just tell early in his career this young man is special. So whether it's redraft, Dynasty, Keeper League, Best Ball League, Underdog Drafts, you need to be acquiring Zay Flowers. This young man has all the talent, the work ethic from what I hear, the moxie, the charisma to be a dynamic superstar Steve Smith type player. So I don't want to give him Hall of Fame comps and accolades now. I'm just talking about play style, but I definitely can see a world in which you look up week five, week six, and you're like, that's the one in this offense Give me Zay Flowers again. Mark Andrews is always the one, but give me Zay Flowers from that wide receiver room. Young man is impressive. He's dynamic. Get you some damn Zay Flowers. And I know there's a lot of hate on this player, but this is one hill I don't want to plant a negative flag because he's on an offense with one of the best young quarterbacks in the NFL, with one of the best, if not the best offensive coordinator in the NFL on a team that wants to throw the ball damn near 700 times. 
I don't want to bet against a first-round wide receiver with Justin Herbert, Kellen Moore, and an offense that wants to utilize him. And I'm talking about Big QJ, and I know we have been burned by TCU wide receivers of the past. Jalen Rager, Josh Doxson, I'm not concerned. Give me all the QJ. This young man at 6'2", over 200 pounds, awesome after the catch. You get the ball in his hands, if he can catch it, he's going to do damage after the catch. He's got the speed and ball tracking ability to beat you over the top. When I'm looking at wide receivers and I'm trying to figure out which wide receivers have the opportunity or the chance to ascend to an elite level, it's very simple. The Holy Trinity. Air yard share, target share, run after the catch. You look at any of the top wide receivers in the NFL right now, those three things are very, very high as far as where they rank amongst their NFL peers. And if one of those ingredients of the Trinity are not there, they probably are at an elite level at earning targets or an elite level at earning air yard share or rack. You've got to have three of the three, you're probably an elite player. Two of the three, you better have an, a, a rare ability to earn targets or do stuff after the catch. It's the wide receiver holy trinity. And when I look at QJ, he's got that type of ability. He can run after the catch. Can he earn the targets? We got to see that. Probably not going to happen in year one with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. But I know he can do, do damage after the catch and he can get down the field. Those three things make up the wide receiver holy trinity, and I believe this young man has the potential to achieve that down the line in his career. So maybe it doesn't happen this year as a rookie. Dynasty, sign me up. Redraft, especially in best ball. Give me some damn Quentin Johnston, man. Now, another wide receiver I want to touch on. We touched on him in the last rookie report. I think he's been in both editions of the rookie report, and his situation is a lot more, it's a lot more muddy because of the quarterback situation. Probably the biggest QB downgrade in NFL history to go from Tom Brady to Baker Mayfield. This offense is probably going to look pretty bad. But Trey Palmer is making a name for himself. And unfortunately, Russell Gage uh, suffered a season-ending injury. Trey Palmer's probably going to get some opportunity to play as the wide receiver three or four in this Tampa Bay offense. Now, the problem is Baker Mayfield, Kyle Trask, as well as Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. All reports are he was phenomenal in joint practices, gave Sauce Gardner the business a couple of times, goes out there in the preseason game, catches another touchdown pass. Trey Palmer's got the speed, played at LSU, transferred to Nebraska. There's going to be some times where he probably catches a touchdown or two in a game. It's not going to be consistent this year. You're not going to know when to start him. It's going to be a headache. So if you're in lineup leagues, I would avoid Trey Palmer. Keep your eyes and ears on it just in case Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore fight and he gets suspended. But in best ball formats, I am very, very interested in Trey Palmer. Very impressed with his performances so far through training camp and in the preseason. It's translating on the field at speed, that big playability. Trey Palmer, again, put a star next to his name. He probably is going to be on our radar before the end of this season. Now, one of the more divisive players in the fantasy space because nobody likes rookie tight ends. He went out there in his first preseason action, secured his three grabs over 40 yards, looked good. They utilized him in the slot, and I'm talking about Dalton Kincaid. Very impressed with this young man. And when you look at the Buffalo situation, this is probably going to be where he thrives. Buffalo does not run 12 personnel. I believe they ran 12 personnel, which is one running back, two tight ends on the field, the lowest, the least amount of times in the NFL, the fewest 
offensive snaps came out of that formation. So to think that he and Knox are going to be on the field a ton together is probably a little short-sighted. I believe only 4% of their offensive plays last year were ran out of 12 personnel, and I'm pretty sure those were plays where Josh Allen QB sneaked it or they were on the goal line or something like that. So if Dalton Kincaid is going to be utilized as this big flex move tight end, sort of how Kansas City moves Travis Kelsey around, and I'm not saying Kincaid is going to be their slot receiver, but if that's how they deploy him, He's probably going to return some significant value for us in fantasy, even as a rookie. When you've got Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and Gabe Davis, the defensive coordinators are not going to be able to isolate and focus on Kincaid. You put a nickel corner on them, they're too small. You put a linebacker on them, they're too slow. So you're going to have to do some different things within that offense. Hopefully Stephon Diggs is there. But Dalton Kincaid, first NFL action, you can't walk away being anything other than impressed with that young man. And if Ken Dorsey and McDermott and Josh Allen utilize him like that, he's going to return tremendous value. And I can see him being valued as high as Dynasty tight end two going into 2024 if he has a good season. So Dalton Kincaid, big time props to him, played well, looked well. But I mean, I talked about Aiden O'Connell being the best player this preseason. If there were a runner up, or if we're going to split some votes, let's go ahead and round this thing out with the final player. Third time he's in here. He's only had like five incomplete passes this entire preseason. I am just amazed at Dorian Thompson Robinson, the Cleveland Browns rookie quarterback, and how well he has been playing this preseason. I mean, it has been nothing short of perfect he is going out there in both games, even in the in the first game, the Hall of Fame game, and just put things on wax that make you say, man, if something were to happen to Deshaun Watson, could this young man step in and be the guy? It's a little different playing against the team, the other team's starting defense for 60 minutes. But so far, based on what we've seen, so good for Dorian Thompson Robinson. And I just... As a USC homer, you see the trove, that helmet over here. I've watched a lot of DTR at UCLA, and I did not anticipate and expect this level of confidence, this level of accuracy, the decisiveness, how he's operating this offense. It's impressive, and everything out of Cleveland camp is Watson and the starters have not looked that good so far through training camp. So DTR, another gold star air horn for him because he's been incredible this preseason. So Aiden O'Connell, Zach Charbonnet, CJ Stroud, Deuce Vaughn, Rasheed Rice, Zay Flowers, QJ, Trey Palmer, Dalton Kincaid, DTR. It's been, and Tank Bigsby. Can't forget about Tank Bigsby. It's been a good week too. Hopefully we see some more rookies get on the field in their last opportunity to put some stuff on wax for these NFL teams, for you fantasy gamers. I appreciate y'all hanging with me for the entire show. If you found the content actionable and or entertaining, hit that thumbs up button, like the content, subscribe to the channel. We're at 25K. Thank you to everybody that supports the channel. We are at 25K, big deal for us. And uh, comment below, let me know which rookies have stood out to you. I want to know the rookies that are actually going to play. I love Emmanuel Wilson and what he's doing. But when the season starts, it's going to be Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. So let me know in the comments below. Y'all have a fantastic day. We got more content dropping on DD real soon. Appreciate y'all. I'm out.